Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're over on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe for more content. Uh, you can catch this podcast wherever you get your podcast on the go, you know. And do consider following me on every social media platform. With all that boring stuff out of the way, I'm really happy to introduce my next guest, Michael Denisi Jr. Mike, how are you doing, man? Hello. Hello. Hey, man. I don't think I'm a junior. I'm just going to say I'm just going to say that right off the bat because to be a junior, don't you have to have the same middle name? Do you? I well, that's what that's what I've been led to believe my entire life. I actually do I thought junior honestly was uh if your dad is named like your dad's name Michael and then yes. your name is Michael so that he's senior, you're junior. That's what I thought. Well, I don't know about middle name. Cuz you don't go by your middle name. I'm not going to put that on the thumbnail. I'm going to let you know. That's true. I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe somebody can let and us I did know. interview your dad, so. I know, I know. I maybe, put senior. Maybe some qualms with the labeling of senior <laughs> and junior. I just wanted to. Okay, great start. Nice. It's great to be here, guys. Uh, Michael Anthony Denisi here. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> it's not that Anthony is like, you know how the stereotype stereotype with middle name being embarrassing anthony's not really embarrassing. you know i actually, like it it kind of flows nice sounds like a like a pop singer from like the 80s like michael anthony you know your din- your initials is mad that's yeah, pretty cool it is cool my buddy brady who was on the show before you his initial spells bad oh and i'm like that's bad pretty man. bad ass students and i lost subscribers <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't quit your day job <laughs> oh, wait okay um but actually uh uh so uh you're a first time dad i'm doing the father's day special uh that i know of <laughs> i'm just kidding i, I made that joke. first time dad for real first time dad yeah, yeah good true <laughs> but what i was gonna say is um I I I, I kind of want to talk about the middle name just for a little bit, just because yeah. I've known you for years. Where where did Anthony come from? Anthony was my grandpa's name on my okay. uh, dad's side. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I see it's funny because I mean I don't know the logistics of it. I always thought middle name was given to uh, say uh, like okay you have a son and. You're not going to name him after you, so you're going to your name as a father is going to be the son's middle name. That's what I assume because my brother, uh, Checkley, his middle name is Hector, which is my dad's name. So I and I figured, oh, it's always the firstborn son or daughter yeah. that gets the mom's name or the dad's name. Me, I was a second, so I have no middle name. I'm I actually loved. think there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, a lot of thought went into Checkley's name because you know he was planned. Um, wow wow right. so we're going there we're going no, there. no no wait no i'm just I, I you know before the show you asked me to keep me pg because you're a teacher you might wow. have to bump that up a little bit okay okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i had i had to get that out of the way i had to get that out of the way i had to break the ice yes i know okay. i had a man i was so mad when you guys discovered that you guys were over <laughs> yeah. and i remember that. i remember that you know uh <laughs> like uh so for people who don't know i'm just gonna go ahead and say it. might as well steer into it i was not planned as a baby and it was funny and what i don't mind that i wasn't planned what i mind was 
I almost cussed there. This guy <laughs> was over at my house with my other friend, and and I consider you my brother. And literally, my mom was telling the story, and she said to my older brother, "It's like, no, you were planned. He wasn't." And I looked at my mom, and I looked at him, and he his face lit up like I just have like the greatest burn that I'm never gonna let down. And I looked at my mom like, "Why?" I waited. I waited all these years for you to get your podcast and then have me on as a guest. It's really a privilege to oh, be here. Oh, bull crap! You Only ripped on me several times. <laughs> Whatever school fire him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Great guy. Uh, probably great teacher. <laughs> all right. Anyways, we just wasted a couple of minutes. Anyways, so um, Mike, uh, I've known you for years. I've I grew up with you. I've known you. We've been f- best friends since the sixth grade. Uh, and now you're a dad. So that's also your first time dad that you know of. So now, uh, let's just get it out of the way. What's it like being a dad? I know it's cliche, but what's it like, man? Hmm. Pretty cool. Okay. Next. That's it. (laughs) What? That's it. We're done. All right. All right. We're done. (laughs) What, what, what's it like being a dad? Well, you know, it's it's Here, put the microphone. It's great. Yeah. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, you're good. It's great. Okay. It's awesome. But I tell you what. All right. Everything I say, everything I say in this interview, all right, is totally like I is just me personally because well, you I can am, only speak for yourself. I am the luckiest person alive. My child is. Uh, you know, as far as I know, the greatest child of all time. The greatest child of all time. This baby is, we have been blessed with the most well-behaved, sweetest baby. Sweetest, not Swedish. Okay, she's not Swedish. <laughs> um, but we have been blessed with this, with the sweetest baby of all time. She naps well. She's so happy. Today, she shared a wafer with me. Okay, I cannot tell you how much joy this brought me. My little baby is sitting there eating a wafer okay like you know the baby's got these little wafers and you put it in their mouth and it like dissolves you know so they can't choke on it she's eating a wafer and i was messing around with her and i went up to her and i was like hey baby uh i started pointing at my mouth i was like and then pointing at the wafer and going like and she took the wafer and put it in my mouth I mean, she might have been trying to shut me up now that I'm thinking about it. But I, I really think she Smart was learning movie. to share. And boy, oh boy, was that a cool moment, man, when she uh, shared her wafer with me. So, yeah, I, it's, it's little things like that that are, it's just really cool, man. Being a father has been so cool. It's, uh, it's you know what? Honestly, I will tell you this. It is is a relief, I will say. Really? Yeah, I don't think you, I don't, I've never really heard anybody describe it like that. You know, whenever anybody's talking about being a parent, they talk about how tough it is. And like I said, I'm luckiest guy alive because it has not been very tough. It was tough in the very beginning, but now it's very nice. Um, But what I mean by relief is, you know, you, you spend, well, my whole life up to this point, just thinking about, okay, what do I got to do to, uh, have the best life for me to make my mark on the world or whatever. Uh, but then the moment you have this child, it's like, well, that, that doesn't really matter anymore. Mm. You know? So in a way, obviously you have a life in your care 
which puts a lot of pressure on you and can bring a lot of stress. But at the same time, it is for me rather relieving to know that I don't have to go win a prize in mathematics or, a, you know, get my PhD, become some like a great mathematician to have a fulfilling life. Now that I have this baby, I'm good. I raise the baby, be the best father that I can be. That is like finding your purpose, I guess. I found mine uh, to be a father to this child. So uh, it is great. Boy, I'm happy guy. Yes. Uh, there you go. Dang, dude. That's a that's a powerful almost custom there too. <laughs> that's some powerful stuff there, man. Dang. I told a I told him just, you know, just to be transparent here, I told him I said, "Listen, buddy, we cannot cuss on this podcast because well, you know me, I never cuss anyway." But uh don't respond to that. But um <laughs> so, so hard. I told him I said, "Listen, buddy, we can't cuss on this podcast because my students are definitely going to, they're definitely going to find this podcast and they're going to watch it. So you got to keep it PG. Okay. We have to keep PG because even though I have no social media or anything like that, still somehow students find out stuff about me. It's fine. It's fine. Last, last semester I had a, a, a class and they told me where I honeymooned. They told me where I honeymooned. Wait, that being said, how, like, oh. is, is there a video on I don't know, buddy. Or Alyssa. I, that might be it. I have Probably. no clue. All I know is they started telling me, they're like, hey, Mr. Nisi, we found this out about you. We found this out about you. Oh, you honeymooned in Jamaica. That's cool. Oh, Mr. Nisi, you went here. Oh, that's you made kind of, the... That's kind of scary. <laughs> that's what really I told them. It. I said, don't do this. And they said, you were on the dean's list your final year of college. I was like, what? Did they really say that? Yes, yes, yes. This is true. That's, that's really scary. And it scary. freaked me out. And I told them. They're great kids. They, yeah. I, they're great. It was a class of four. There were four of them. Do you, uh, I forget. Do you teach high school or middle school? High school. High school. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they were, they're wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful kids. Um, but it was just hilarious to me. I didn't care. I what got about that one hide, kid that you were but... bad-mouthing? Steve, you know? Oh, Steve. That'd be so funny. Do you really have a kid named Steve? That'd be so oh, funny. Well, hold on. I teach like, you know, 80 students. I'm sure one of them's named Steve. That'd be so that. funny. It's like if there was one Steve and I just like name dropped him, he's like, what? I'm just kidding. Well, no, if there's a kid named Steve, he didn't say anything. I'm just joking. I didn't say anything. I never badmouthed my students. What about that one kid, Abigail? I, Dominic, I, there's no <laughs> Abigail. Quit reaching. Quit reaching. I am reaching. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but no, that's actually kind of scary with uh, privacy. I'm normally a private dude, like you know that. Like I with this show. Boy, you picked the right the right thing doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, it's okay. Like I'm not hiding or anything, but it's that saying like hiding in plain sight kind of thing. Even though I'm not hiding anything, it's I kind of control what I put out there. You know. And it's not like I live a scandalous life or anything. It's just like, okay, here's what I choose to put out there, but I still have my private life in 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 a sense. So, uh, but I, I will tell you, I'll say flat out, and for those who know me, I, I hate social media. If I could do this show and not have social media, that'd be awesome. But it's how you got to get out there. That's true. Yeah, so you kind of have to do that. I, I do. I, out of all the social media, I mean, I, like... It, I'm more on Facebook. I do have a pre uh, presence there and Instagram. Instagram is probably the best one. I do like Snapchat because 
I'm a picture hoarder. I like taking a picture and it's gone in 24 hours. Perfect. Twitter, I do not have a presence there. I do not care about Twitter, but I have it. Just whatever. That gone in 24. You really think it's gone in 24 hours? You really think it's gone? No, Dominic. It's somewhere. Okay, even if it's somewhere. Again, it's not like I take scandalous picture. Trust me. Want to say some stuff, but I can't. Okay. Uh, see, I'm mad that I even have you on the show. Like my, oh, my show's geez, supposed to thanks, be. Thanks, buddy. The hospitality. I had I'm to go sorry. and get my own coffee, guys. I had to. Hey, I like, offered geez, coffee. So I'm supposed to have the show and be able to express myself, and have it be freedom, not be restricted. Too bad. Too bad. Uh, it's a challenge, <laughs> but it's fun. But no, dude. Honestly, that's that's uh, awesome. I I had your wife, who I consider my sister-in-law, Alyssa, on the show, and hearing her talk about you know baby Olivia. And how <laughs> that joke where she was telling you um, how, hey, listen, when she comes into this world, your life's going to change and all this. You're not going to be playing Apex as much as you did with Zach. And that still hasn't happened yet. Oh, that's true. It's not as much. But it's still like, you know, when she goes to bed, you still like that's the thing is. And that's what's good about my job, too, I will say. I will say, and and you know your job as in your job job or is my job, job as a as a, as a teacher. Okay, is you know that I get off work at you know, I usually stay like an hour late, so but I'll get home usually around five, something like that, and so I have plenty of time to you know, and then Olivia goes down at around like eight, eight thirty, so I have a lot of time in the day, and my schedule is set, so it's very nice, you know. Um, we keep her on a schedule, like napping schedule and things like that. And I'm not really a schedule guy, but the baby kind of needs one. Uh, just recently, uh, our little girl uh, started getting off her schedule because, you know, we just moved. Mm-hmm. We just bought a home, right? So, Which, again, congrats. Thanks. thanks. Um, and so we, we had her on two naps a day, and then she would sleep. I mean, I'm telling you, best baby, right? She would sleep. Um maybe like eight hours at night. So two naps and eight hours at night. That's phenomenal. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but the past couple of days, she's only been taking one nap and she can stand now. Oh, it's the cutest thing in the world. Oh, she can. Oh my goodness. She pulls up, she could pull up and then like hold herself up and stand. <laughs> you know, she can't quite balance yet, Yeah. but she's pulling up on everything, everything in her crib too. So that's the thing is her mind is so active at this age. You know, she's 10 months. And um, so she's pulling up and standing in her crib and it's stopping her from going to sleep because all she wants to do is just stand. And um, but, the you know, yesterday or last night, she slept very well. We're trying to get her back on the routine is very important. So, yes. Nice. Yeah, I was uh, when I was talking to my buddy, Bethany, about it. Uh, I was trying to say like, oh, at, you know, kind of what age do they start to, you know, I guess crawl, walk or whatever. But I guess she's crawling though, right? Now that she can stand, she does crawl. Oh, yeah. That came first. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how That's like. That's how, you know, it kind of works. <laughs> you, you crawl and you stand. And you I don't walk. know. I wonder what like in their head if uh, uh, they feel like some sort of accomplishment like. Whoa! This is the coolest thing ever. Oh man, I can I can. Stand. I really think so. Yeah, I think so. Now I don't remember. You don't remember. We don't remember that stuff. No. But uh, <laughs> I really think so. Like I am the coolest and most powerful thing in the world. Nothing can stop me. Yeah, 
That's yeah. I, I wonder what goes on in their head. Uh, is, is she vocal? Is she starting to make noises and stuff like laughing? And Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, let me tell you, folks, a baby's laugh. If you don't know what a baby's laugh is, like an actual have seen a baby laugh. Oh, it is the best thing on earth. Mm. It is the greatest thing. Oh, my goodness. Her laugh is so cute. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. And she that is my whole has been my whole like um, every moment I'm with her is just trying to make her laugh pretty much, you know, trying to make her laugh because it's so cute and her smile is great. You know, she's just such a happy baby. She's got little teeth coming in, you know, so she's got like two on the bottom and there's one coming in up top. So, <laughs> so how is that? Like, is, is she doing fine with the teething? Still? She is, do again, I mean, you know, she's I mean, doing yeah. better than most. Everything, I mean, people really, boy, they put the fear in you, okay? They really do. That, and that, that's why it's such, like, uh, honestly, a couple of months ago, just hearing, um, you talk about Olivia and hearing Alyssa talk about Olivia, like you guys literally hit the the lottery on that. And it, it's, it's a perfect contrast to hearing people go like, especially in, in Hollywood and in the media and stuff where they'll talk about like, Oh man, restless nights. And they always look like a mess, but you two seem to be kind of chill. Like you said, it was kind of rough in the beginning, but the, I, I, I pinned that more because you're first time parents. I, I have no doubt that if you guys decide to have another kid, it's going to oh. be a little bit smoother. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, and Alyssa had a tough time. Yeah, in the delivery. Yeah, she, no, she um, she went into detail about it, which yeah. it was really scary. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. So but I mean, it, I think people really they and, and I guess it's good. I don't know if it's good or bad. I'm just telling you what was happening with my baby. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make any sweeping. It's my first kid. You know what I'm saying? And like we hit the jackpot, so. I don't want to make any sweeping generalizations. Yeah. I don't want people to say, you know, have a kid and then be like, oh, my kid is not like that. What are you talking about? This guy's a, a hack. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not a parental expert. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say that. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, so moving on. Uh, obviously, no regrets. You're really happy um, with Olivia and Alyssa and all that. Uh, I again, I've known you for years, but this is mainly for my audience. Did you always want it to be a dad? Uh, was there a moment in your life where you were just like, it kind of headstrong like me, where you're like, nah, I don't want a kid. Like, yeah, I don't think I'd be fit uh, for I it. When I was five years old, I didn't want a kid. Um, <laughs> but you know, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> um, but I, for the most of my life, yes, I wanted a kid. Always, always wanted a kid. Why did you want a kid? Like. Well, I mean, I'm a, a teacher. I guess it's kind of ego, I guess. I don't know. You tell me. I'm not a psychologist. Definitely ego. Uh, hey. hey, hey, hey <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I think having a miniature version of you that you can teach and, and, and um, <clears throat> watch grow and kind of help mold. And it's been – it hasn't been that. Like, since I've had my child, that is the furthest thing from my mind. Like I said, now it's just about – I don't care about that. I'm just taking care of this baby and the sense of purpose of like my world revolves around her now. And, um, but my whole life, that's what I want. You know, I taught martial arts at a very young age. Uh, I teach now I teach, uh, I taught rock climbing for a little bit. And, um, so I've always been teaching. And so the idea of having, I guess like the perfect 
apprentice is your own kid. <laughs> you know, they're the one you're going to spend the most time with. I was like, okay, that's cool. So I always wanted a kid. I never in a million years thought I'd have a little girl, but it's not like I can control that, you know? Man, you're, you're. We tried. I wore socks. But, you know. I, Did you really look up some stuff? It was like, hey, how to increase your chances? <laughs> that, like, How I Met Your Mother episode? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, but. No, I'm sorry. I have to get this on the record. Did you really? Did, did, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, did you at I least look up, up like, hey. Up some stuff. I, I wanted I wanted a boy. And, I think every know, guy wants a boy. Like I think it's natural and every woman wants a daughter. Yeah, yeah. Alyssa always wanted a little girl. And uh, I always wanted a little boy. However, that changed. So before we found out mm -hmm. if the baby was boy or girl, Kobe had passed. Okay, in the oh, helicopter okay. accident, I, I, I was right? Like, and you know, Kobe has checkered pass. All right, even whatever. That's yeah. neither here nor there. What what I'm interested in is, you know, by all accounts, he was a wonderful father to his little girls, including the one that tragically passed with him on the helicopter. Hmm. Um, so he was a wonderful father. He was talking about how he was so proud to be a father of girls and he was a girl dad. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And so before we found out Olivia was um, a girl, I had changed my mind. I was like, you know what? Actually, I kind of want a little girl. I think that's cool. You know, what's, what would be the, what's the difference? I mean, it's not like I, if I have a boy, I can only, I could teach him martial arts and, and the girl I'd have to teach ballet. I could teach her martial arts or whatever. Like, the, what, what am I, what do I care so much about here? And um, I was like, and then one thing, Olivia won't pee on me. A little boy <laughs> will pee. You know, and pee goes everywhere. So I'm like, okay, we have to buy one of those little umbrella things when you change the diapers. I don't know. And so uh, I was like, yeah, I, uh, I, I want a little girl. I think that'd be cool. And that's what happened. So it's, it's great. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like you said, uh, just because you have a boy or girl doesn't mean they can't do, you know, sports stuff like martial arts, whatever it may be. Um, no, yeah, but that's 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 really cool. I I mean, granted, uh, obviously, I'm not a dad. I'm not close to being a dad, but I uh, I I still have it in my head that oh no, I I would I would like a I would like a boy, but obviously, if I have a daughter, I'm still gonna be just as happy. It's it's gun to your head. Which one would you rather have? Like, all right, I, I think I want a boy first, and then a girl. Um, you truly won't care. I. Yeah, yeah, you're right. When, you're when absolutely the baby, right. When you find out what the baby is, and when the baby's born, you will not care. Yeah. If you do, you guys you shouldn't be a parent. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of sad. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are probably disappointed. I won't say a lot. I don't know. Maybe a handful. It, one is still too many. One is too many. It's like you know they have a daughter and they're just like, ugh, or yeah. they feel like they got to keep trying for another one. And it's the only thing I will say, I mean, this, you know, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because we could literally spend hours, <clears throat> is the only reason why I would be scared to having a daughter is when she gets of that age where, you know, like she's interested in boys and boys are interested in her. And it's like with social media and all that stuff, the stuff that we see, it's th that's the only thing that I think scares any dads is because we know what's out there. But 
I'm willing to bet that uh, I, you know, uh, uh, if I were to interview your dad again, he would probably say that's like, oh, that fear doesn't go away. That was I was there before social media. That fear was still there and kind of stuff. True. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet that. I will say, and I, I'm not. I, I want to think too far ahead. My, you know, my little girl's only ten months, and who knows what she'd be like. You know. Yeah. I will say that there, being a teacher, you know, I teach uh, juniors and seniors, and you know, like half or a little more than half of my students are girls, and um, you know, this social everyone's on social media. I guess it's all they they talk about on their phones or whatever, and. I mean, I have a lot of great students, very well adjusted, uh, kind, sweet students. I don't think, I think that's a fear that we kind of, we have to give kids more credit in the sense that this is the world that they're growing up with. Yeah. They can adapt. We just have to teach them how to adapt, how to be responsible, sensible people. And then we, we don't have to worry about that so much. Obviously, there are things that you have to worry about. There's some truly despicable people in the world. Yes. Um, but- you know, arming, arming your your child with the with the wisdom and the wherewithal to avoid those type of situations and be a responsible person is the is the best thing you could do. And um, so I, I think, you know, I, I you just have to give the kids much more credit, okay? Because I think they they uh, kind of have a grasp on things and and they learn how to be responsible that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even even though you know, I don't know what they're on kids these days, what TikToks and things like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's all crazy to me. You know, Checkley will send us one of these TikToks, right? And, um, you know, I'll, I'll click on it. And sometimes it'd be funny. Sometimes I want. Sorry, Checkley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then afterwards, it shows like generic TikToks or whatever that he didn't uh, he didn't send us. And they're horrendous. They're really vile things. I'm like, what in the world is this, man? You know, very inappropriate stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was telling this to one of my classes, you know, we, I was talking to a couple of my students. It's like, this TikTok, you know, what, what's this all about? Because then I was telling them that story and they said, oh, you're on, like, that shows you the generic stuff, you know. But they were telling me that on their TikToks, they. Um, you can filter. Yeah, they, they like get information and stuff. Like they learn stuff about one, one of my students is great artist. And they were telling me about how on their TikTok, it was a lot of art stuff. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. You didn't convince me. I'm too old for that. Okay. Yeah. You you get to be our age. All right. You're included in this. Yeah. I you're am. too old for a few <laughs> things, you know, backwards caps. Uh, you're too old for uh, like a nose ring and, and you're too old for uh, TikTok. Okay. Man, you're shaming somebody right now. There's somebody uh, right now who's like, it? who's 28 and it's like, man, I've been like, really want to get a nose ring i've always wanted run they, <laughs> they see this video they say and they're about to and then they're like i'm too old for yeah, just, <laughs> i'm just saying that's in my or that rebellion it's like man screw it, you Mike. i'm sorry Here i'm sorry go. you're too old you're too old maybe not for backwards cap okay i've come on you're not gonna watch me wear. but you're too old for those hats i'm gonna that, take a pic i'll bet yes, you're, gonna you, do you're a too old cap. for the, and i'm, I'm telling i'm talking to you okay i don't care i'm getting hate all right you're too old for those darn hats that are flat. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. They are hats with a flat bill. Oh. I, I don't know what they're called. Sick I know what you're and tired about. of those. Okay. If you are under 25, okay. What, <laughs> who cares what you, the kids' fashion trends? But come on, you get to be our age, man. 
curve that thing <laughs> curve that sucker because the, i remember i used to play little league baseball right mm -hmm. the first thing they teach you with your hat is to bend it mm -hmm. you know so it, it actually does its job and protects you from the sun that's why it's there i don't know if you guys know this this might be new to some of you guys <laughs> that bill part protects you from the sun right um so I, yeah, the, the flat bills. Uh, okay, I digress. I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent talking about those things. Man. I can we talk just to you did. about an hour of things that are just, you know, you got to move on, man. Don't wear jorts. I, again, I digress. We're oh, done. Man. Moving on. Yeah, next question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, one of your students, you're like shaming one of them. They're like, well, the no, age? they're not my age. There's a dude out oh, there. Right on TikTok with a backwards hat that has a flat bill Everything with a nose ring like. and jorts. And he is jorts livid. Is he is livid. <laughs> he turned it off. He unsubscribed to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So next question. Um, I really did like uh, when I interview your dad and I liked his response in there. Let's see if yours is as good. <laughs> Let's oh, see if you can right. shame him. No pressure, right? <laughs> Are you going to raise olivia the way your parents raised you like do you think the way your parents raised you was like no the way they raised me was great it was correct uh that's how i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna pass down what i learned or was there things like mm, ah, i'm i can do without that like i see what you were trying to do but i'm gonna I'm do it better i'm gonna take what you wanted to and i'm gonna run with it i don't know how to answer that because i don't know it's it you know they didn't write a manual on how they raised me. So I have no idea. Olivia's 10 months. I don't know what they did with me at 10 months old. All they tell me about is, oh, you were such a great baby, okay, at 10 months. So I don't know. I have no clue. If but I mean, have you, have you, like, I know it's still, you know, again, she's 10 months, but have you talked about it with Alyssa in a way where it's like, hey, you know, when she gets of this, we're going to try to do this. Like, not, not, oh, hey, what are we going to do when she's in high school? No, like, all right, when she starts to, when we're able to, you know, walk with her, we're going to try to aim for this. Do you have like a, a certain goal kind of thing? Okay. So, no, I mean, we've not really. It's, it's so just stay before flow. she was born, I was talking about no, no smartphone until she's 17 years old that she can have a smartphone. Uh, I was like, all of these rules I was coming up with, you know, I was being that. It, typical yeah. dad but then she's born i'm just like oh what in the world i, I don't want to think about you're just going all the these rules i mean she's a little baby whatever i care about you know we'll just see how it is she might be such a great kid that i don't have to worry i don't have to impose so many rules you know um so we'll see though so i will give you an example of one thing we're doing i guess to raise her that has just come up recently um so in the middle of the night because she's teething mm -hmm. And she's so active in a new place. A lot of things, a lot of variables here. She is, uh, she's woken up a few times, okay? And having a tough time going back to sleep. Um, and so one thing Alyssa and I discussed is that we want to let her learn how to soothe herself and go back to sleep. If you or I wake up in the middle of the night well, I don't know about you. If I wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night, I don't go downstairs, make a cup of coffee, and uh, start trying to get stuff done. I try to go back to sleep, okay? And so that's what we want Olivia to do. We want her to go back to sleep. 
and we don't want to soothe her back to sleep by going into the room, holding her, although um, <clears throat> Alyssa can't help herself sometimes because, <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. Of course. She's such a sweet baby. Um, <clears throat> and Olivia's okay, too. Um, but, uh, so um, I, I try to say, you know, listen, honey, let's wait. Let's try and get her to do it on her own so she can learn that lesson early that when she cries – I don't want her to cry just so that we come into the room and hang out with her, right? Like um, she needs to be able to do something like go back to sleep on her own. Yeah. So I, I guess that's one thing, but I never really talked to my parents about how they they dealt with that. I think they did okay. I'm not a serial killer. So I, <laughs> you know. You did me that joke. It was, it was I, great. Okay. Well, I think I'm all right because um, – so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'll ask them for some advice. I'm sure I already have. I just haven't thought too much about it, to be honest. But like you said, you know, it, it's it's you're still at the early stage. You're still ten months. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure you will. Like later down the road. But um, I I did like your dad's respond where uh he was like, no, it's pretty much go with the flow and like he wasn't saying that raising a a, a child is easy or any or any means, but he did have he was making it sound like, you know, that you were an easy child to raise just like Olivia where, you know, uh, where he talked, I, I like the story that he shared about, uh, that you did, uh, what T ball first and you didn't really like it. Mm -hmm. And you know, they weren't pushing, they didn't push martial arts on you. You were walking with your mom and then you discovered it on your own and you were like, I want to try that. So they just encouraged whatever was healthy for you and stuff, but that you found things on your own. I really do like that. And, uh, how he, he, he just talked about that. He wanted to raise you the way he wanted to raise you. So I, I think that's pretty cool. And I think, uh, uh, you and Alyssa obviously make a good team to the point where you guys are talking about it. You're like, all right, listen, we're just going to go with the flow, whatever Olivia, whatever obstacle we'll tackle. But no, you, you like you said, Olivia's chill. You guys again hit the jackpot. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, oh, uh, I've been asking uh, uh, all the parents this, uh, and I was telling Alyssa about this. How do you feel about parenting books? Like, did, did you read I'll, any? I'll tell you, I would have a better opinion of them if I read any of them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I'm sure they're great books. Actually, that's. I take that back. I don't know. Half of them probably written by frauds. You don't know what they're talking about, Ooh. okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, get, what an easy money grab, you know? Like, oh, man, you know, I'm right about being a parent. I'm sure some of them are, have some great advice, okay? I didn't read any of them. I, I'm lazy. Let me just put it that way, okay? <laughs> I don't want to – I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Name of my show, okay? honestly. Yeah. I, did, <laughs> I didn't – read any books i didn't have any interest in reading books i did watch videos Alyssa made me watch this one video yeah she right. told me about uh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so i'm not going into detail about that video but she made me watch this one video and no i haven't i i've we've looked up stuff okay as they've come you know like she have a little fever or something we'd look up okay well what does this mean so you would what? tackle it as they yeah, yeah 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 um but no i didn't i didn't read a book because uh, one, lazy, and two, I mean, like I was saying at the beginning of this whole thing, this is my kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to write a book about 
how to raise, you know, little Olivia, unless she wins the Nobel Peace Prize. And then I'm on a bank. I'm going to get bank on that. Here's what you do. I'm going to say, here's what we did. All right. If you want your kid to win a Nobel Peace Wear Prize. Wear socks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. That'd be chapter, chapter, chapter like seven or something. Wear socks. I think um, it should be chapter one. It's like, hey, before you guys start, wear socks. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm sure they're useful. It's just not my bag. It ain't my style. So there you go. I feel you. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to get people's opinion on it just because uh, uh, for those who heard me talk to other parents, they already know, and those tuning in for the first time, um, I had a cousin. I, I, I mean, I do like his point. Uh, I don't have an opinion on it. But he had a strong opinion that he was like, there's no real book on parenting. Every child is different. Yes, there are certain things of like what to do when your child has a fever. Obviously, take it to the doctor. Uh, when it has a rash, buy this product. Things like that, where it's like very specific. But as far as like parenting, it's like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? Um because with discipline, some people believe in, you know, a little bit of physical discipline. Some people don't. It's who's to say what's what, what's right, what's wrong. So, yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Um, I say look at serial killers and see what their parents did yeah. and do the opposite. So don't do if you don't want your kid to be a serial killer, don't be like serial killer parents. I think that is a good rule. Yeah. I feel confident saying that. Okay. <laughs> I'm no expert. But the I'm only reason why I don't that. feel confident saying that is because uh, I know there are, man, it's such a trend to like learn about these serial killers. There's so many shows about them. It's it, like, it pisses me off for like no apparent reason. I'm just like, why are we so fascinated about this? Mm-hmm. Anyways, but uh, the only reason why I don't want to say that is because what if there's that one serial killer parents who were like honestly the best parents it's just their kids nah, just... they did something messed up man <laughs> they they did something messed up uh, see i'm not I, 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 i'm I just not know, gonna say man. it because I'm i don't know saying. i don't know i'm just saying it's gotta be something maybe make them like are, dexter yeah. make them like dexter okay if you know you got a bad apple make them like dexter dexter's a beloved character okay this is gone off the rails i'm not advocating murder can i just make that clear for one to uh, kill other serial killers i don't condone murder yes (laughs) unless it's murder of serial killers all right so i no i can't even make a joke i was dang it i'll say it after the show all right all right um ah dexter real quick man did you ever watch that show uh you know i watched a little bit of dexter i tell you that dexter it's a show, man. But I, I got to say this, Dominic. I can't watch Dexter, okay? Because of how it ends. Too soon? Too no, soon? No, no, wait. That's okay. what I was going to say. Okay, so real quick. I remember walking in Target. Like, I, I kind of wanted to watch a new show. And I, I kept seeing Dexter. I had no idea what's it about. I just kept seeing, what is Dexter? All I know about Dexter is Dexter Laboratory. So I just kept okay. seeing people talk about <laughs> Dexter. And I'm just like... What is this? And at the time, they were already on uh, season like six or something. Like before the last season, I think they made seven. I don't know. I wrote on Facebook one day and I said, hey, I'm thinking about watching the show Dexter. Does anybody have any opinions? Is that a good show? Whatever. I'll never forget this. One of my brothers uh, in New York, Nicholas, shout out to you, Nick. Uh, shout I'll out never, to Nick. <laughs> I'll never forget what he wrote to me. He said, oh, it's a great show. 
stop at season four. Okay. No, 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 no. You can't pretend that doesn't exist. You can't say, okay, um, World War II ended like before uh, Pearl Harbor. Okay. You can't just ignore the stuff that happens. I cannot watch Dexter because he becomes a lumberjack at the end. And they said the ending was so bad. Okay. I cannot watch that show because I have to watch it from start to finish. I mean, come on. I cannot just ignore it. So no, no, no. I can't do that. There's other shows that I cannot watch for that reason. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But Dexter is like number one. I heard great things. And people say, stop. I cannot do that. Yeah, no. He said, oh, it's a great show. Stop at season mm-hmm. four. And and I was like, oh, I wonder why. And then I watched it. What they, Where they get you is I was going to listen to him kind of. The last episode of season four, somebody dies. And it's literally like the last minute of the show the, the of the season and i'm like what are you talking about i have to watch season five but he was right the show goes downhill yeah, they probably. it doesn't ever go back up and now i realize why he said that and i tell people the same thing it's like oh dexter yeah i've, I've heard good things about it i'm like stop at season four so uh no one's it, gonna stop at season four don't no, no one, one no one will because i i I had that. The mo- the last episode of season four, it's going to make you go like, wait, what? No, I have to watch season I'm telling five. you, buddy. The person who stops at season... I'm not a political man, okay? The person who stops at season four should be president of the United States because they have the discipline Damn. to be like, I stopped at season four of Dexter. I know there's more out there, but I stopped here, baby. Okay, because so- they told me not to, and I trust my advisors... I'm going to go with what they said. So I'm stopping at season four. That person should run the country, the free so world. I'll put that right there. If you stop at season four, let me know. Comment down below. You got my vote if you're voting for president. If you stop in season four, why am I in this chair? You should be in this <laughs> I chair. I need to interview that person. You need to interview that person. And when we're done, chief. Okay. okay I want okay, my time. All right. All right? But <laughs> yeah, uh, you, that, that person is an amazing person. Okay. What discipline? Such a person has. I'm skeptical that they exist, but hey, you know, I could be proven wrong. So listen. Yeah, no, this is this one. I hear, uh, I hear that they're making a last kind of like what they did with 24, where they fixed the ending, gave it a better ending. Uh, I hear that they're gonna try to do that with Dexter. I don't know. Oh, boy. Uh, I saw in talks. I don't know if they're in production or anything. I remember seeing that being, I guess, a rumor. Uh, I would love them to fix it like 24. Like the the first ending of 24 was trash. Then they fixed it. It was so much better. Uh, so I would love them to do that with Dexter. Because I really did enjoy Dexter. It was a good show. Just have them like, don't retcon. I know we're going a little off time. We'll go back. We'll okay? go back. Let me just say this and then I'll digress. I just right? like. Let me yeah. just say this. All right. If you're going to do that, this is for, you know, I know, I know for a fact that the producers of Dexter are watching this. Because why not? Why not? Listen, producers of Dexter, okay? <laughs> Let me interview you, please. I'm, I'm telling you, don't retcon the lumberjack thing. Lean into it, man. Dexter is a lumberjack now, okay? He's chilling. He's chopping trees, man. He's living out in the woods. He's catching fish with his bare hands. And that's your season. Just show what life is like for this man, you know? And he, like, kill a rabbit. And you're like, oh, shoot, he's still got it in him. But he's controlling himself, oh. you know what I'm saying? Maybe make kind him of a vampire. that temptation that he might go back because he yeah. started with killing the neighborhood yeah. cats. But you stuff. end it. You end it. Maybe. 
I'm, I didn't mean the vampire thing. I'm into vampires. I'm into vampires. Get out. Any, get any, out. I think any story is the, made the better The fact that I vampires. didn't drop an F-bomb is discipline. <laughs> okay. I should be no, proud to get out. Take Twilight. All right, take get out. <laughs> no, no, man, no, no. dude, you take already... Twilight you're and remove vampires mad. and you have nothing. You have Well, you have 50 shades of, of gray. You have, okay. <laughs> okay, one more comment. <laughs> I'm cutting it. <laughs> um, listen, all right. Vampires make everything better. I'm at a nine. You don't want to see me get this. This is why, and for those of you that will watch this, okay, look out for my book. I'm going to write a book one day, guys. Vampire Detective. The name is pending. It's probably not going to be the name. Not vampire. It's going to be about a detective who is a vampire and he uses his abilities wait, to solve why crimes. Are you, wait, I'm, I'm kind of mad, that, a little bit like half joking. Why is that mad about? No, no, no. It's because what if somebody's listening to him and be like, yo, I'm going to run with it. And what if they write the, the story before you? I don't want you that You know what? Happen. I don't want to do it for fame. I just want there to be a good, I feel like, you know, we got I don't Sherlock want you to Holmes. do it for fame either. I just don't want, I want you to be the first one no, to no, write it. we got it. Sherlock Holmes. We have Hercule Poirot. We need a vampire. Okay, that's cool. I'm just saying I don't want somebody to okay, hear you. Okay, guys, and... cut this then and don't use my idea, okay? All right. Or if you do, give me royalty. Okay, continue. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Isn't this not intellectual property? I don't think I own the rights <laughs> to Vampire Detective. I'm pretty I know, sure there I just are. Want you... I Googled it once no, and there's like it... a Korean one. So I oh, is there? there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's like – they have like Vampire Detective – and like vampire lawyer and like all these different oh, vampire things. lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how that one works, but uh. I was gonna say vampire doctor, but there's scrubs. Uh, there's that inside joke where JD is trying to write a screenplay of Doctor Acula. Already been a show about that too. Being human had uh, the doc. The nurse was a vampire male nurse named Aiden or something, and that's where he got his blood because he was trying to be vegan reason why i'm not gonna watch that show anyways all right moving on uh so we kind of touched a little bit about this um what's it, the show about <laughs> what this show what are we talking about is there a day coming up or something um okay uh so in your opinion because you can only give your opinion um what's the role of the father what do you think the role of the father is oh boy <clears throat> i don't know a lot like the role of the mother, except my uh, apparati, if that's the plural of apparatus, <laughs> my apparati don't contain sustenance, okay? In case you can't see, I'm pointing at my- Okay, we get it. My breastal region. Man, you told so, me I gotta be PG. <laughs> no, no, I'm using an anatomically correct terminology. Okay. My breastal You can say breast. Okay, are useless, thing, right? useless husks. Okay, and so therefore, dang, I'm really I really want to make a joke. <laughs> I think, um, for that reason, you know, the role is different. The baby depends more on the mother early on. I think the role of the father, the most important role of the father, is to be a positive uh, role model. Okay, for the kid mm -hmm. and. It's the same thing as, you know, uh, anytime you're dealing with kids, you're teaching kids or whatever, is part of your responsibility is to try and be a positive role model. Pass on what you've learned, okay? Let them know that um, what, what uh, try and exemplify, and it puts a lot of pressure on you, but it holds you to a higher standard, which is nice. Try and exemplify the things that you would want um, them to look up to 
or when they're when they're um i don't know uh, be a good positive male role model i would say mm-hmm. is, is the role of the father and other than that i mean just taking care of the kid blah 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 generic stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah that's it very yeah. simple Sure, sweet to the point. Yeah. <laughs> positive. That was a long way of saying positive male role model. There you go. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, you were a teacher uh, with martial arts, you, you teach high school, taught rock climbing. In a way, it was like a little bit teaser training to being a dad. Because I've always heard it. I don't know if you heard. I mean, it's common sense how. A mom and a dad is the ultimate teacher, you know, yeah. you're a teacher 24 seven for the rest of your life. Uh, there's no weekends, no days off kind of thing. So, I mean, the role of the father has changed a lot. You know, it used to be the father was the provider, but now, I mean, my wife and I both work, mm-hmm. so we both provide. And I really, that's, that's all I think it really is now is just being positive male role model, um, and doing things that you know you would want i would want um you know just to show oh sorry just to have um i don't know good trait like integrity and things like that you know um yeah whatever there you go yeah all right sure straight to the point (laughs) um what is something that surprised you about being a dad is there anything Something you, uh, no one told you, oh, watch out for this or anything like, oh man, no one prepared me for this. I will say there are three things that come to mind right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one was, and I already touched on this earlier, but how I was surprised by how much I would be happy with having a little girl. Okay. Um, cause like I said, I want a boy. And then we had a little girl and I'm very happy over the moon. I could not imagine any other way. I love this, this little baby. Um, so there's that. Okay. Uh, the other thing is how quickly I bonded with the child. So I was prepared to, I was totally prepared to have it take time to be like, okay, before I felt like this is my baby. Um, because when the baby's out of the womb, there's not much you could do for the baby as a man, right? Mm-hmm. The baby depends really on the mom. Um, and I'm just there for support. So I expected there to be some time um, before I, I felt truly bonded and connected with the baby. However, because of what my wife was going through, you know, she had that uh, hemorrhage in the uh, in the room. All the doctor's attention were rightfully on her. And so I was left alone sitting on the bench off to the side with this newborn baby right in front of me. And it was just us. And we're watching... Uh, you know, my wife, the love of my life, going through the most traumatic experience ever mm-hmm. and uh, terrified. And and I know the baby didn't know what was going on, but at that moment, I was like, you know, I had confidence in the doctors, but there was fleeting thought of, boy, it could just be me and this kid. And from that moment, instant bond, connection, like that was my kid. It also helped that she was born with six fingers, Okay, which I knew she was mine because I gotta say that's a pretty rare trait at the point because uh you know I was boy my dad he had you know uh, an extra little finger thing uh, on both hands and I have it on this one you can see like the little scar there mm-hmm. and she was born with one on her left 
and a little nub. Oh, right. It's my kid. All right. That's her, it. Like a little nub on her right. We don't need Maury here. The, the, the one on her left actually was crazy because it was like a thin piece of skin. Mm-hmm. And then attached to it was like a knuckle with a fingernail. Oh, wow. And uh, I thought that they were going to take it off right there, you know. But they ended up tying around and then it kind of like just dies and it falls off. Oh, wow. That's what happens, yeah. Uh, the other one, she has to have surgery when she's a little older. No rush. And then she was born with – it's so cute. It's so cute. She was born with like a bifin, okay? What is that? So a bifin is her little toe on uh, her left foot, all right? Her tiny baby toe splits into two little toes. Mm. Like – sorry. Oops. You're good. You're good. Like this, okay? Splits like this. So this is a little baby toe and this is a baby toe. Um, so they, they could do surgery later down the road because I'm sure Olivia would appreciate that, you know, when she, so she could wear flip-flops or something to have the bifin out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she, she had these things and I, it, it just was, it, it was, wow, this is my kid. You know, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm a genetic freak. All right, cool. Genetic freak. <laughs> genetic freak. Imagine the thing she could do with that extra little Dude. toe, the latch. Oh She'll probably be a faster runner because of She'd that. She'd be a great rock climber. She a could rock have, climber. She could like have a rock climbing shoe on one foot, and then on her left foot, she could like grapple onto things. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, little one. Yeah, I know you're gonna see She's this. Gonna see this if he gets older. <laughs> you see this like, oh, I wonder what my dad was like at uh in his early tw- his mid twenty, late twenties, his, his late twenties. I wonder what my it. dad was like in his late twenties. <laughs> and uh, she can see this. I'm sorry, darling. Okay, um, my apologies. And if you are upset that your toe is gone, then I'm sorry about that too. Maybe she's right. like, man, boy, that would have been cool. I would have been. I'd have loved she to be beca- able to latch on. She falls in love with uh, rock climbing. It's like, yeah. oh, how, how are you liking it? If I just had an extra toe, I could have grabbed. <laughs> she's this in a one. tournament. <laughs> she's in, like in a tournament. It's like man. neck and neck, and then she's like trying to. Her her foot slips at the last second. It costs her the prize. And she's, she's like, like oh. man, if I just had an extra toe. Yeah. And then it's like, man, do I have some news for you? <laughs> <laughs> a little scar right there. Yeah. You oh, see boy. that scar? Yeah, we made a decision. Oh, my goodness. That'd be great. I remember Zach was the one that told me about it. Uh, He was like, oh, do you know when they're going to, you know, remove her extra finger? And I just laughed, like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then he was like, no, she really does have an extra finger. I was like, wait, what? No. And I don't know why he made it sound like, well, it's my fault. I, I literally thought, like, oh, a yeah, legit yeah, long yeah. finger, but it was just like a well, little. I mean, when somebody no. says they have an extra finger, that's what you think. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, no way. And he yeah. was like, yeah. And it was just, you know. No, it looked no. like Piccolo's antenna. Like it, <laughs> you know, that's what her finger looked like. It wasn't, uh, it was like actual finger. Yeah, he didn't mention about the toe, so this is the first time I'm hearing about that. But so when I saw when I you know babysat Olivia and I saw it, I was like, oh, that's not a big deal, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, just her extra finger, and I'm like, it doesn't what? affect her standing either, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question for you. Uh, oh, right. I rarely get questions. What's all up? Right, here's a question. All right, <laughs> okay. So I, this is kind of out of nowhere, but trust me, it's not for me. It's not out of nowhere. Okay. It's very pressing matter. I love this. So <laughs> let me ask you this. Have you ever heard somebody say, it's so weird to me. You ever heard somebody say, um, oh, I got to go to the little boy's room. You ever hear like a grown person say that? Oh, no. Okay. Because I was about to say like, 
Oh, a little boy's room? Yeah, I've heard that, but not a grown person. Like, when did you hear that? Last time you heard that? Because that's like an expression for I have to go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, I got to go to the little boy's room. Yeah. Right? What a weird saying. When was the last he- time you heard that? <sighs> Probably TV, to be honest. Okay. So you hear it like on TV, like, oh, I got to go to the little boy. First off, what a weird saying. Yeah. Okay. Secondly, right here, I right think now, only little boys have to go to I, yeah, the bathroom. With, with, with your following, okay, we're going to start a movement. All right. We're going to retire all little right. boys. So room. me and my five followers. All right. <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> yes. It only takes so many in social media age. We're going to start a movement. All right. We've had 12 guests. They're in on this too. All right. So no more little boys room. That is done. Okay. Is now if you are grown individual, big man's room. Okay. <laughs> I got to go to the big man's room. I got to go to the big man's room. I got to go to the big man's room. Okay. Which leads me to my next point. I have to go to the big man's room. So <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back. What All do right. I do? I just leave? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All you right. Just take off your headphones. This is good. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. You heard it here. We're going to start a movement. Little big man's... Or I said little big man's room. Big man's room. Ah. <sighs> All right. Yeah. See, nice and chill. You have a really, you have a, I just want to say this, you have a very clean uh, big man's room. Thank you. I very do. Clean, unusually clean. I do clean. You know my... who has clean big man's room? Zero kills. No, okay. Uh, 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 I can't wait. I'm, I'm actually going to uh, invite my old psychology teacher from last semester. So we were talking about psychopaths. Like, this might scare some of my fans. Uh-oh. My five fans but okay so this this was hilarious um and i can't wait to have her on the show like i hope she comes in and talks a little bit about this so we were talking about uh emotions and stuff and we were talking about how uh every emotion is a fleeting emotion like uh you're not angry honestly you're not angry for too long you're angry for like really a minute uh and you're only happy for like a minute and stuff. It's like fleeting emotions and stuff. And then we were talking about other stuff about emotions. Then I said, she was like, does that anybody have any questions? And I raised my hand. And I was just like, kind of curious. Can you be, is it possible to be in neutral? Uh, so to, so to speak, uh, for me, for example, I'm really chill. Like I can sit in my room, not be happy, not be sad. Just honestly be like in the middle. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, is that possible or is it not? And she was like, yeah, no, uh, that's totally possible. Uh, you tend to see that more with psychopaths. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a thing. And then I thought she was going to make a joke and, and laugh. And I was ready to laugh. And then she goes like, anybody else have any questions? And I'm like. <laughs> what, just to be chill? Wait, <laughs> wait, so wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I, I have to say, I feel like I'm no psycho- psychologist. <laughs> okay. This does sound right to me. Just, hey, I'm chill. I'm a pretty chill guy. You know, I'm just like, I'm not very happy right now. I'm also not very sad. I'm just kind of chill. Yeah, psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> what? Psychopath. I was like, I'm sorry. What? Like, and I would literally, and I was wearing my neck gaiter too. Like, I was, this was in person. And I'm sitting there, like, kind of, my eyes are like wide open. I'm freaking out. And everybody's just like normal and just go. And I'm like, 
are we just gonna pass by that like that was nothing like <laughs> i told my coworkers that's about why you that. didn't have any friends <laughs> that's why you didn't have any friends you never told me that story <laughs> I gotta go. Oh man, yeah, no, and it's uh, oh boy, now he's, he's too chill. You're yeah, gonna be my last guest because no one else is gonna want to be interviewed by a psychopath. Apparently, he doesn't want to be it, a relaxed guy. You know, it was it was so weird. I was just like, okay, so my baby's a psychopath because she's pretty chill, right? She's a psychopath. And then there was a, a one of my friends, Camden. She, uh, uh, it's not a riddle, but it's like uh, I don't I don't know how to phrase it. One day I'll have her on the show and she'll talk about it. There's like this like scenario and that she paints and uh uh not she didn't create this but it's like known if you answer correctly it's like because you're you can think like a psychopath like uh, whatever and i answered it correctly within my first shot and she was like you're a psychopath and i was like let me ask you this buddy i feel like that's too vague (laughs) you know what i've noticed Mm. is that people are like I don't know thinking that it's cool to be like that because it's a way of setting them apart from mm-hmm. other people. It's like, oh well, look, I took this test and uh, it might be a sociopath or a psychopath, and it's like, oh boy, I get. I think it all started with the Joker, mm. honestly. Like you know, the Dark Knight. Everybody thought that was cool. I don't know, man. <laughs> you could you could be onto something. Not everybody can be a psychopath, folks. I'm just saying it's like what five percent of the Why population. Why would you want to be? I don't know. It's like the, one of the great evils. It's like, oh no. Um, it, I can understand wanting to, you know, portray it in a play or a movie. Everybody wants to play like the bad guy, the crazy guy, and all that stuff. Everybody wants to be the next Heath Ledger. <laughs> no, Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired um all right oh, anyways. come on he was working with what he was given pal I, okay uh, that's what i said like he i never in a way blame actors like going on a little tangent i never blame too much on the actors uh, uh kind of my perfect example is um ben affleck and daredevil ben affleck Great actor. I think a lot of people do generally like Ben Affleck, but yes. sorry. Same with uh, uh, same with uh, Ryan Reynolds with Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds, great actor, but he was given a crappy uh, 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 project. Same with Daredevil. He was given a crappy project, but and they make the best of what they got. They they do their best. Uh, same with writers and all that, and directors and all that stuff. Jared Leto. Still within that realm, I don't blame him. I it's just me personally. I think it's still too soon to do a Joker and uh, like even though it's like oh, but it's been years uh, uh, since the Dark Knight. I get it, but mm, I I don't know. I still think it's a little bit too soon, and also because Heath Ledger just he set the bar really high, and I'm sorry, like yeah, but I mean, well, okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm just saying, okay, Jared Leto, I'm sorry. You were given not too great of a Joker portrayal, but you also wait, didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, Heath Ledger set the bar so high, it'll never be it'll never be met. Oh, wait. Wasn't there a blockbuster smash hit movie called Joker that came out? <laughs> I think he did pretty good. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix was all right, so. I don't care. <laughs> like the movie wasn't bad. And Joaquin Phoenix definitely one of the top best actors out there 
it's I don't want to get into it. What? Get into it. What are you talking about? It's your show. I know, but what's your problem? Okay, okay. Oh, come on. Is this the same problem? This guy's got a problem with everything, man. I'll tell you the first Wonder Woman. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. I'll get get into it with Joker. I'm not going to get into it with Wonder Woman. We're not getting into Wonder Woman. I'm not going to get into it with Wonder Woman. I'm just going to explain. One day I will. Not not today. Okay, Joker. The greatest movie. Wonder Woman. What a movie. Wonder Woman's great. This man has some issue with Wonder Woman because I don't know. He calls it trash. How trash. can you call it? It's serviceable at best. Okay, go on. What's trash. your quarrel with, with Joker? I'm not saying I'm not one of those fans that's like, oh, I got the shirts and I painted my face on Halloween. <laughs> I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was good. Almost great. I wanted to like it. It I had wa- great like- parts, but... But what's it had your great quarrel? scenes. What's trash. your quarrel? Well, no, the Joker The Joker was good. It's just... it can. It, I can summarize it with this. Walking Phoenix Joker, he didn't do anything. Like he honestly, like okay, the Joker is a genius. He's a mastermind. Like he, uh, 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 I was I was explaining this, where I was thinking that sooner or later in the movie, the Joker, uh, when uh, uh, Walking Phoenix stops taking like the pill, stops taking his meds, I really thought there was gonna have a moment where. He basically sees the string that controls the that controls the system, and and starts to you know pick apart the the system and starts messing with people just a little bit just to show that he's actually smarter than he realized, and and to and 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 to realize that he's a great leader that he can actually get people behind him and for his cause. He didn't do anything. The scene, which I thought would have been great, was when he was in the back of the police car and there's all that riot. And, and the police officer looks back and is like, see what you've done? And he looks out and he's like, I know. Isn't it wonderful? I love that line. But in a moment, I was in the theater and I'm like, yeah, but you didn't really plan that. You didn't do that. It would have been awesome if they showed him kind of, he did that on purpose. And he's like, I know. Isn't it wonderful? And only for him to get rescued and all that stuff and him dancing. I I thought all that would have been great. It's just that's it's called it. He, origin. It's called it, yes, origin. Yes. Absolutely, story. but that's in like the origin in you, Batman begins, you want you expect Batman to come up with the method to kill all the Justice League members no, in his origin story. But no, but okay, the, the Batman begins with a uh, Christian Bale and then the animated movie that's right behind me, Batman Year 1. They're very similar as you can see where, you know, he's not skilled. He's skilled, but he's not like, he's not veteran. I thought the same thing with the Joker. It's just like, listen, I, I, I'm not saying that you, you need a, uh, uh, the Joker needed to have a scene where he, uh, 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 does like a big bank heist with the Heath Ledger with a pile of money. No, but I wanted him to at least do like a small organization uh, a, a small riot that he legit planned to show his genius that he's on top of it. Like, Hey, without my meds and I'm crazy, but I'm actually mm. smarter than, cause that's the thing people don't realize. The Joker is really, really smart, but he acts like, but no one takes him seriously, but people at the same time take him seriously. That's, that's what was lacking in the movie. After enough, murderers they would take him so, okay anyway, exactly i digress but Go i ahead. digress it was it, it, joker's still a great movie uh, uh i it, 
I, I I'd watch it again. It's it's still a good movie. Uh, they did a good job of making me feel uncomfortable and kind of making me feel bad for him, even though I'm like, I shouldn't. But Walking <laughs> Phoenix, I would I would cast him as that. I just would have done it a little bit better. Shots fired. Shots fired. Would have done it better. <laughs> he would have done it better. And that's why I'm never gonna work in Hollywood. <laughs> that that's it. I got blacks listed already. <laughs> Anything you want to add to that? No, I think I'm, I'm good. You know, I got all the time in the world to spend talking about movies. All right. Well, um, okay. So uh, last question for uh, the dad stuff, unless you want to add anything more. Um, I try, like, I, I think this was like my theme where I ask people for advice. Uh, what advice would you give to any young man and woman that's looking right before they become parents? Anything like, oh, hey, I didn't know this. This is kind of overlooked uh here's something maybe people should know that you don't often hear or anything you want to say whatever boy i wish i would have thought about this one a little more when you sent me the list of questions i sent you the text you were like send me the the, the, what are you gonna ask me i saw this one i was like oh i'll come up with the answer as i (laughs) i'm gonna be profound what advice would i give a young man or young woman that wants to have a baby so they want to have a baby Okay, well, I don't know, just shoot, make sure you want to do it for the right reason, you know, like, uh, don't be like those, oh my God, don't be like those, uh, what do you call them, Um, what's that show, Toddlers and Tiaras, don't be like those moms, man. I've never watched it, but I know exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These is these ladies that have these kids because they want them to put them in pageants. They want to turn them into like little don't. Okay. That's number one. If you want to do that, you need to grow up or just don't have kids. All right. That's horrible. <laughs> Jeez. That's terrible. All right. So don't be that kind of parent. Um, also I will say this. Okay. Here's the thing. Oh my goodness. You gotta find the right person. Okay. Because boy, oh boy, nothing brings out, uh, your like inner thoughts and inner frustrations more than when you're in times of great stress. Okay. And you will be in many times of great stress with your child. It's very joyous. It's not, they're not like depressing moments, but it's just like, boy, you know, what's going on? You know, you're scared or whatever. And that can bring out deep things you've been holding back. Okay. So if you have like some resentment towards your partner or whatever, Boy, it's just going to make things worse. Okay. So I feel like a lot of people probably would, you know, butt heads Mm -hmm. a lot if they weren't very compatible to begin with. So you got to be very compatible with your partner. Okay. So find somebody that, you know, I, I guess if you're a young man, find somebody that you would be proud if your daughter grew up to be like them. Mm. You know, so if you had a kid and your daughter grew up, you know, if Olivia grew up to be like Alyssa, oh my God, I'd be so proud. Mm-hmm. I'd be so proud of her because I think Alyssa, obviously I married her. I think Alyssa is the most amazing person I've ever met. So um, that's what you got to look for in partner. Okay. That's a good um, answer. And so keep that in mind. That's the number one piece of advice because it's not going to work out. You're going to be miserable if uh, you, you don't find the right person to have the baby with. So, yeah. Uh, uh, kind of touching on that all right so when Alyssa was uh pregnant 
she was saying how when she was super hormonal and all that, like she would dish out insults to you and stuff. <laughs> My gosh, her her insults. What are some stuff? <laughs> what What are some stuff that she insulted me with? She was like, I feel so bad. Like, he didn't deserve He was a great person. But, like, I, you know, my, my hormones were haywired. I, dude, I don't even remember. Because you didn't take it personally. Like, no, yeah. it's not like, you know, jeez. <laughs> her insults are like, what, you know, your shirt doesn't match your, your pants or something like that. Like, <laughs> or, honey, why in the world are your socks different? Like, that's her insults. I mean, come on. It wasn't like she was burning me. She wasn't, like, roasting me. You know, like, geez, we She's going to watch it and be like, all right, up my game. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, she was, she was telling me like, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you talking about? I think mainly it wasn't, you know, it was mainly just being in an agitated mood. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I think is what she would be apologizing for. But it's like, whatever, man, I understand, you know, you got a fetus inside of you. If I had a fetus inside of me. I'd be pretty agitated too. Okay. So I, I get it. You don't have to explain. All right. It's okay to be uncomfortable. You're growing human being. Um, geez, I was uncomfortable. You know, those, you know, those, what I think of when I think of growing a human being, what? I think of those little, um, I wonder if you had these as a kid, they were like the shrinking dinks, what, a shrinking dink. I don't know what they're called. I don't know. <laughs> a shrinking dink. Maybe it is a shrinking dink. But it, they had like the little Godzilla ones where you would, they were like little tiny creatures. Mm -hmm. But if you put them in water, they would grow. Yeah. If you like okay. added this substance. So it's the opposite of a shrink a dink uh, or shrinky dinks. A grow a dink. <laughs> <laughs> right? You think that would be it? Let's go. I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so. It, it would can grow. you imagine if a woman got pregnant and it grew that fast? Oh like, my god! She well, conceives the baby, and all of a sudden you're at dinner. And yeah. she's like, vampires, it does. Anyway, I, I digress. God, sometimes it's so hard to be your friend. Sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so another fascinating vampire fact. Um. Anyway, is that really a fact? Uh, well, well, I it, mean, they're mythical. So, is that a fact? Well, I guess everything you say about them could be a fact. But anyway, I digress. Listen, More we're not vampires. talking about vampires, all right? We're bringing it up. So <laughs> these growing dinks, okay, that's what I think of when I'm thinking of like a, a fetus, you know? Yeah. I'm like, wow, man, if I had one of them growing dinks inside of me, that'd be very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, boy, I, I never took offense. And she was so sweet, you know, even when she's being mean, which she was hardly ever mean. Even when she's being mean, she's being sweet, mm -hmm. you know? Like I could see that, knowing yeah. her. Yeah. Honey, I love you, but gosh darn it, you need to take out the kitty litter. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean to burst out. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> and i mean knowing you too like i mean you guys are a great team i'm not just saying that because you're not an emotional dude you and you don't take things personally like you really do. it's it's hard yeah. to get under your skin it is that's why it's a trophy whenever i do i'm just <laughs> yeah. like i gotta exploit it because i gotta exploit it why because after today you're gonna be resist resistant to it so it's like all right i can't mess with him about that anymore yeah yeah, I'm a pretty relaxed guy, and she's relaxed. That's you're what a I'm psychopath. Saying. You're chill, you know. Oh yeah, apparently <laughs> we gotta stick so. together. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. So we um, 
that's what I'm talking about. Find compatible partner, man, mm -hmm. because if that passive aggressive like behavior is really going to aggravate you, and if that's the first time you're finding out that your wife or your significant other can be passive aggressive, boy, you should not be having a kid. <laughs> you should have learned that way earlier. <laughs> but I like what you said that I can see that for both men and women that uh, for women to you know uh, 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 pick a guy to, you know to try to have a child with. It's like, oh, if we were to have a son and he grew up to be this guy, would I be happy? If And same with a, a daughter, if she grew up to be her mother, would I be happy? That's, I think, I haven't heard people put it in that way. And I think that's some powerful stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, keep that in mind. You don't want to, well, you know, you do what you guys want to do, you know, live your life. Live your life. Um, just think of it that way. Okay. So that's all I got to say. You know, if you're, if your spouse is like, um, a crack dealer, you know, I don't think you'd be proud of your kid, you know, growing up to be a Unless crack that's dealer. what you've always wanted. So yeah. I sold the most crack. All right. All right. Yeah, let's go. You got to get them on Pop Rocks early, you know, <laughs> get them on Pop Rocks in kindergarten, pre-K. Yeah, I'd be selling crack by the third grade. All right, let's go. Oh, my God. Uh, I remember... <laughs> Remember smoking Smarties? I probably shouldn't say this. What if the kids don't? Do I never did that. Are you, you never did me? that? Even I, even as a dumb middle school kid, I never, I never smoked. I had probably well, I was dumber anyway. than you. I didn't so want any of that stuff. You, close you to were me. dumb. I was this dumb. <laughs> you did it, huh? Oh, not Boy, only did I did everything. it. Wait, I, I got to share this story. Uh, so. It was in the sixth grade. I remember this. I shouldn't say the middle school. It, I mean, it doesn't matter. But anyway, you know what middle school we went to. Anyways, it was in the sixth grade. Uh, and everybody's smoking Smarties. <laughs> it's so Guys, sensitive. I don't know. For, okay. for those folks that don't know what a Smartie is, I don't know. It's like they're little candies. Okay. You didn't actually yeah. smoke it like bad. I mean, this wasn't smart. But <laughs> you, you would take a Smartie. the name. <laughs> You would take a Smarty, you would rub it to, you know, just get it into powder, and then you would just suck it, and then blow, and then it was, smoke would come out, and it, oh, look at me, I'm a sixth grader smoking. really rebellious, you snorted the sucker. Right? It, it was stupid, alright? Don't do it, it's, it's stupid. Anyways, uh... I remember one day, I was with my mom, and... <laughs> this was, now listen, wait, before you continue okay. the story, I just have to interject... Okay, if that sounds bad, then I don't want to hear it. Okay, that was like the precursor to like Tide Pod. All right. All right. So that was innocent. No, screw Tide Pod. Like, no, it was, at least it with was, Smarties, nothing bad. It happened. was stupid, like, to do that. That's why I never did. Okay, it was very stupid to do the, the Smarty thing. But my God, it pales in comparison to the idiocracy of, you know, doing the Tide Pod. Thing. I just imagine this, like, hearth. Air quote, hardcore seventh grader. It's like, oh, you're smoking Smarties. <laughs> you need to get in this Thai pod game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, at least I don't have to burden my parents and call a 911 with this huge hospital bill. How about just don't smoke anything? A piece of advice for young men and women out there don't smoke anything. Wow, you're no fun. <laughs> hey, yo, don't smoke. Just... How about don't smoke anything that's a good rule of thumb i think it, it the only is. thing you should smoke is meats there you go like you know if you got a grotta grill out there man plop some ribs on it <laughs> some, some, cheese. some good steaks you could smoke yeah. meat you could smoke cheese 
don't smoke anything else. All right. Just keep that <laughs> good rule. I feel confident. I'm no health expert, but I feel confident saying don't smoke things. I'm going to have a doctor be like, don't ever do that. You know, like, doctor, that guy you had, had on episode smoke brisket. 12, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have it. He gave some poor health advice. There are some things you should smoke. Okay? I was like, no, I, I feel confident saying don't smoke anything. All right. So anyway, like going back to it, I, uh, I remember I was at Walmart with my mom. Again, a little sixth grade me, dumb. And I lied and said, oh, hey, we're doing this uh, math. <laughs> we're doing this uh, a math project in class, like with candy. Uh, can I buy this bag of Smarties for my class and stuff? And, you know, the bag, the I don't know what it is, but the bag was like, you know, four or five bucks, whatever. Right. And it came with like 50 Smarties, like a lot. I was a smarty drug dealer. Yeah, I kept it. In, do you remember that? I remember, yeah, I, yeah, I kept it in the bottom locker and I sold them for like a quarter. Dude, I made a huge profit. And then you could buy the uh, basket of fries and they were like the premium lunch meal yeah. and they were only a yeah. dollar. Dude, I ate basket of fries. You for ate like, like a king. Dude, I did. Yeah. People came up to me and was like, hey, you got any smarties? You got a quarter? Dude, yeah. Like, Dude, I was a like how Pablo Escobar like had these huge estates, like you know they have like these ridiculous mansions and cars. You had to like your a la carte every day. You had the a la carte, and I'm like once a week is a treat for me, you know. Damn, I should have been paying like the uh, administrators and janitors. I to, felt like... so I felt uncomfortable to be around you. That's how. <laughs> No, I remember you one were time. selling candy to people, and I was just like, "This is dirty. This is dirty money." <laughs> like, Mike, you want a fry? That's blood money, <laughs> dude. It was. Oh my god, I remember. I was like popular in the sixth grade because of that, and I felt like I really did feel cool. I was like, "Yeah, that's right." When people who I knew I'm it in the sixth grade world, I knew I made it when a, a, a kid who I didn't know came up to me and was like. You got any Smarties? And I'm like, you got a quarter? Like, I knew I made it when the word got out that I was the guy. Yeah. yeah. And then I got mad when there was competition. <laughs> oh, another another piece of advice. All right. Okay, go. Sorry, it's just coming up as we're talking. No, no, good. I, I, this I is something stop I really want to say. Dark pass. Anyway. <laughs> no, dark pass. <laughs> it's pretty. All right. So when you talk about the play. Uh, <laughs> so... Hold up, we'll go back to that. All right, are we? Mental okay. note. So, um, another piece of advice for young men and women about mm -hmm. parenting, right? Okay, don't become a parent if you feel like it will be the end of your prime years. Let me put it that way. All right, you know what? This I was thinking about this as I was driving over here. You know what the saddest thing I hear mm -hmm. is when somebody says high school was the best time of my life. Dude, or, I'm not a parent and I hate yeah. when people say that. I'm like, really? Or college was the best years of my life. You spend four years in high school. <clears throat> uh, you spend like, you know, four, six, four to six or whatever in college. You're going to live most of your life over 40 years old. Okay. <clears throat> so that's pretty sad that your <laughs> best, you know, I, I'm not, I'm just saying like, if, if you feel that way, that's, I never want to feel that way mm -hmm. because that is just why, you know, I'm, I'm happier now than I've ever been in my life. And I hope to continue that until I'm like, maybe when I get to 80, I can say, Oh, my seventies were the best years of my life, you know? <laughs> um, but 
I never want to feel that way. Because, and if you are going to feel like you're giving up your life, because you do have to make sacrifices, but if you feel like you're going to, your your prime years are behind you, then boom, you don't have a kid, man. Because then you're going to look at the kid differently. You're Mm -hmm. not going to look at the kid as like, you know, your future. You're going to look at them as like an anchor. They're holding you back from what you used to be or something like that. And so that's, that's, I would say great, you know, if I would be so bold. If I'd be so bold, that's a great piece of advice. That that is a good advice. I would, you know, kind of add on to that. Uh, I wonder what. Let me get your opinion on it. Kind of the same thing with the uh, Tiara moms, whatever the show's called. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> shots fired. Oh man, we've been firing. We're making enemies. <laughs> We're making TLC. enemies. We're con- this is a controversial. The, the learning channel of all channels has toddlers and Tiaras. Yeah. Toddlers on tears. That's what it was. I was like, it's something with the T. Whatever. Anyways, uh, uh, let me get your opinion on it. Uh, kind of with both moms and dads, the ones where uh, you know, uh, trying to pass on their legacy to their child. So say like, oh, you were a great athlete or whatever mm-hmm. business, whatever the case may be. And I know it's healthy, to, you know, try to especially getting your kid into things like sports and stuff like that. Like, uh, but. The moment you see signs where your kid's just not that into it like you were, you know, uh, where you're just like, no, 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 this this has to be you. I have to you have to continue on my legacy, like my name and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on that? Oh, I I think it's I think it's just. uh, I think it's not good. (laughs) It's so eloquent, right? I think it's not good. I mean, if it's something if your kid wants to follow in your legacy then that's, you would support them. Mm-hmm. But I would never push Olivia to want to be, do something in math or even STEM. If she wants to be an artist, whatever, that's great. You know, um, even, even, and you know, we might think it'd be different if I had a son, but it'd be the same. You know, I don't want them to be a copy of me. I mean, I teach, I teach math, you know, it's not like I'm, you know, a Pulitzer Prize winning author yet. Vampire yeah, Detective okay. coming yeah, soon, look out. Um, but you know, I, I think it's, I think it's not appropriate mm-hmm. to, to force that kind of stuff on your kid. I think it's okay to, you know, get them started in it. Like, yeah. cause you're passionate and if they gravitate towards that of and they're course. like, Oh, bonding. yeah, I don't disagree with that. I'm just talking like, yeah, putting the pressure for them to become great at mm-hmm. it. Like either you were great at it. Think of Michael Jordan, right? Like mm-hmm. the greatest all time. Okay. Um, think about him and his kid. Doesn't play in the NBA, but he he tried to play basketball. All right, um, and I don't know if he tried to force him or two, but just imagine, just hypothetically speaking, let's say he did, like he tried to push him to become great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a tall bar to to handle. That's a lot of pressure on a kid. Okay, so that could lead to some uh, unhealthy relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if the kid genuinely wants to follow in your footsteps, you're there to support them as long as they're happy, as long as they're doing something they feel fulfilled in doing, right? But it has to be their choice. Yeah. At the end of the day, when you're when you're they're very young, they don't have much choice. You kind of say, uh, "Here's your options. I want you to do something, okay? Some type of sport, you know, swim or, or whatever, uh, to build to learn some important lessons." You know, the most important lesson I learned, and this is why it, it kind of going off on this. One of the most important lessons I learned, and why I want to get Olivia involved in some sports, preferably martial arts, but she doesn't want to do that. Um, 
is when I was eight, okay, <clears throat> I had been doing martial arts for like a month. I was a white belt. I didn't know very much, but my parents took me to a local tournament, all right? So I go in the tournament and I do, I don't know. I thought I did okay. Um, and so I got a trophy that looked different from all the other kids. It was a little guy kicking and the kids got bigger trophies, but mine, the guy was bigger. So I thought I got a really great trophy. I was like, oh man, I was so proud. I was like showing my parents. I was like, look at this. I think I won. And my dad tells me in a nice way, you got last place. That's why you got that trophy. You were the worst like <laughs> in the in the group. You You finished last. Okay. You did the worst. Something like that, right? I don't know exactly what he said, but yeah. I remember that. Boy, do I remember that. Did it hurt? Oh, yeah, it did. And and that was the greatest thing that he could have said to me. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, you did great and just kind of carrying along. Me having that feeling of finishing last is what motivated me to try from that point on to never have to go through that again. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> every other tournament, I just got better with time and I actually trained, practiced, and um, I did many more tournaments to never have to feel that. I've, I, I lost tournaments, okay? I didn't win them all, um, but I won a lot more than I lost. Uh, but you from never that got point last forward. place and that yeah. was probably a better feeling. Yes, yeah. And so um, it was a good lesson to learn. And that just because, you know, because everybody, the whole participation trophy thing is like a meme at mm -hmm. this point. But it is that way for a reason, um, I think. And in in the society that we live in, okay, um, it is there is a benefit to being competitive, okay, and having competitive spirit, and those type of people will excel. So it's something that is important to learn early on that uh, being competitive is a good thing. Really, it'll mm -hmm. drive you to be better. And so that that was a good lesson uh, I learned. So yeah, nice. I um I don't know like when I think about I know whatever my kid does in the future I want I want me and the mother to be that kid's you know number one fan to support them as long as they're doing something good uh I, I same with you know with martial arts I I prefer that but whatever the kid chooses you know I'm I'm gonna be happy no matter what uh. Kind of going off with that, though, uh, do you, again, Olivia's still young, uh, and obviously you'll probably, you know, try to push Olivia when she gets to that age to try things like martial arts and stuff. Do you have, uh, uh, like, a, a, a thought where I kind of, like, whatever Olivia ends up being healthy, we're, we're going to be supportive, but I'm going to try to steer her into this, like, like, okay, let me be more specific, sorry, I was, I didn't read books as a kid, I know my parents did try, uh, you know, I do want my kid to be a better student than me, uh, I wasn't a great student, I know I'm going to try my best to work on them on the what i believe my flaw was yeah. and and yeah so i i want them to try to get in them to read and what I, what i see myself doing is i want to be excited with the books that 
they pick out. I want to get excited because I feel like if they see me get excited, they'll get excited. Yes, yes, very true. Yeah, it's it's, inf- it's infectious. Yeah. You know? So I that's my flaw. <clears throat> I can admit that. So I want my kid to. I want to push my kid to be a scholar. I want my kid to be an athlete. Sure. Uh, I think everybody you know wants that. But I, I I want my kid to be a scholar because I wasn't a good student. Yeah, I I would say the one thing I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna make sure she's she's above average in math. And that's one of those things that you can definitely learn. You can be, anybody can be above average in math. All right. Not everybody, because then the average will shift. Yeah. That's math. You're going to say that. um, Anybody can be, it's something that can be learned and uh, taught at an early age. And I teach math. So it's going to be very easy for me to follow her, you know, along in, in the school and help her out because honestly, I don't, this is just my experience, right? As a teacher, I taught hundreds of students. I'm trying to think if it's a thousand yet, but I don't know. Hundreds of students. I don't think so. Not yet. Maybe not yet, but I've taught hundreds of students. And one thing I've noticed is 99% of the time, if the student is good at math, they do all right. As long as they're trying, they do all right in the other subjects. Like they do well in them. Uh, But you hear all the time how students are good at other things like history and English or art, but they math is their worst subject. Okay. You hear this all the time. There's a reason for that. All right. And that's why I think math, every teacher is going to say their subject is the most important. I'm going to say, of course, that I think math is the most important foundation just because of how it trains your brain, right? Like if we're talking about exercises, there's specific exercises you could do, but I always say mathematics is like push-ups for your brain. It's just, even though everyone, and don't feel bad if you learn something and then you forget it, that's normal. I mean, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it, right? But it's just the process of answering questions and going through the logical steps, as long as you're, as long as you're doing it and it's being taught the right way. If it's being taught, hey, memorize this and look for a problem that looks like this and just copy how, how it's done. That's not the way you teach math. That's not the way you do math. Okay, that's not how you learn it, right? There's going to be a math teacher watching and be like, I disagree. <laughs> oh, no. well, you suck. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, um, that's not how you do it. That's that's what you do in med school. You say, memorize this, the symptoms of this illness or whatever, right? But um, in math, it's everything, everything has a beginning. Uh, and you can start from there and logic. If you lock somebody in a room and give them shapes, a ruler, a protractor, they could conceivably come up with like a good chunk of geometry. And if, you know, hypothetically speaking, in like 10 years or 20 years, right? If that's all they were doing, if you slide the pizzas under the thing, right? <laughs> uh, and give them coffee. You know, uh, it's all logical. And so the process of learning math, doing math, practicing math teaches your brain to be logical, uh, to think critically, to problem solve, um, which can be applied to literally every other subject. Mm-hmm where the other subjects cannot necessarily be applied to everything else. So math is a universal skill set that um, is also nice because not a lot of people have it. Not a lot of people can speak the language. And so you're setting yourself apart if you can. So it is highly important to me that she is good at mathematics. So that is the one thing. I don't care if it's her least favorite subject. I'm not trying to turn her into The me. best mathematician. Okay, yeah. right? I want her to, you know, achieve greater. If she wants to be mathematician, great, wonderful. I would be so happy. 
But if not, I'd still be just as happy. Okay. But she's going to be good at math. Yeah. She's not going to, that's going to be one of her better subjects. I want to get uh, somebody on to the show uh, who loves history and, and literature. Those are my two worst subjects. Math and science has been some of my favorite subjects because I always felt like with math and science, if I'm wrong, you can, sh- and you've done this, you tutored me in math. You can show me, okay, here's where you went wrong. Here's why you did it wrong. Here's, we need to get your brain start thinking problem solving this way. Like, it's like, it almost feels like engineering. It, it, and, and it honestly feels good when you're right in math and science, It you get that boost of instant, you know, success. Like, all right, good. Literature and history, sometimes it just feels a little bit subjective and and it, I'm scared for next semester because I'm taking literally those two classes next semester and I'm a little I'm a little worried. But uh, like I'll give an example with history. History is by far my worst. Literature, uh, I can take it or leave it. But uh, history, I hate reading a passage. This is going to be really vague, but it would be like, all right, read this passage. Now, in your own words, describe what just happened. I'm like, why? Like, I cannot, I sound like a five-year-old when I write, like, war is bad because people die, this, this, that. Like, I can remember dates, I can remember important events, but the moment you tell me, like, oh, I have to talk about it like I was there. Right. That's not a, that's not a history thing. That doesn't mean you're bad at history. That means you're bad at conveying taking, it. yeah, conveying what somebody else said in your own words. That's just something you practice. Like that's yeah. just something you have to, you know, just I do, do like the math, problems. Yeah. So I don't really think I mean you can perform poorly in history. I don't think you could really be anyone could be bad at it because I mean if you if I I don't know. I mm. I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound very ignorant. I, I confess I would sound very ignorant. Okay, right now. I'm so ignorant. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. Some people are saying you sound ignorant all the time. Okay, well, <laughs> whatever. But I'm just saying, um, I mean, wait, from what I remember, history is it's just that. Writing things in your own words, um, analyzing events that have taken place. These are things that have taken place. You can memorize dates, um, know when things happen, interpret stuff from that. Uh, I don't, I guess people, like you said, the, the part where you could be bad at is just, writing things in your own words interpreting it yeah that's okay. that's what i'm i had a teacher literally one of the tests was it, it wasn't multiple choice which i do better at multiple choice than, than fill in the blank or whatever but she had this thing where oh take these two different time periods and talk about how they relate to each other and i just thought i it, like not trying to be a bad student i just thought why how how does this help my brain like like how you said math is a uh, mental push-ups yeah yeah I, I feel that way. Even I can imagine somebody who doesn't like math can feel that way. It's like, okay, I do feel my brain working. With history, I'm literally like, I feel like a bad student. Why am I learning this? Not because history is not important. This isn't helping my brain get stronger. But this it is. is. But it is. Because even a question like that, it has, it's logical. You, there isn't. There is an answer. It is your opinion. A question like that would be, you know, if a teacher is asking you a question like that, it's probably an obvious answer that they're looking for, right? But at its heart, it's an opinion-based question. Um, so you say, what are the similarities and what are the differences? 
Well, you analyze each piece. You're like, okay, so how were, how were, which two, if you create, like you're thinking, you know, maybe like a, a, a relation. Okay. So you have the set of uh, events here and their characteristics, and then the event here and its characteristics. And then you're saying, which ones are most closely connected. And then you're like, that, that's a process. It's a logical, critical thinking process. Okay. I can see and that. so, I so hate there, it. there's value in it all. I, that's why, you know, I, I think there's value in the way our curriculum is set up that you have to take different types of classes. Okay. Cause I can see where, where that would be nice uh, for everybody. I just, uh, I, except maybe in college, it's just a money grab. Honestly, I mean, there's yeah. no reason for my major, which was mathematics, that I had to take history, American history. I don't care. I learned nothing about it. Um, no, that's why I'm trying to just keep my head down, just try to focus, just to get to my dental classes, because that's where there was really a matters. war. Uh, it was apparently civil. So I don't know why we're talking about it. Mm. It's civil. Like we're civil right now. So I don't understand what was a big deal about a civil war, an uncivil war, you think. You You wouldn't even need to describe it. It's just a war, right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. And you told me. Folks, I know about, I know the civil war. (laughs) I preface that. I'm a man of the people. I'm a teacher. Okay. I got to have that out there that Mr. Oh, he doesn't know about the civil war. It's a joke. Comedy. Okay. But. I'm just saying. Don't quit like, your day job. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't care about that. All right. Um, so, but I needed to pay the money to take it to graduate from the university. Yeah. Whatever. All right, man. Well, hey, we did almost two hours and an hour and forty minutes. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for coming on and and sharing. You know, first time dad and and uh, talking about all this. This is honestly, I, I I love this. I'm glad you came on. Thanks, buddy. That's it. Wait, that's it? We end on that? I mean, we if you want to touch on I'm just I was going to try to wrap the show, but no, you can oh, we wow. can t- I'm sorry. You got any other questions? What how about another on fatherhood or something? I don't know. I feel like that's a very what a strange way to end is we just start talking about something that had nothing well, to do with being a father. Well, I was normally going to end with the advice, but the, see, that's what I like about my show. It's like, I I don't I don't have it necessarily scripted. It's just we're just gonna talk about what we talk about. Joker. I didn't plan on talking talk about Joker. About your problem with we didn't vampires. talk about. I didn't plan on talking <laughs> about Dexter. We talked about Dexter. That was awesome. I love that stuff. Your your quarrel with vampires. I'm just kidding. We're not going to that. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can end on that. We can end on no. That. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, let me add this. Uh, right. How? How? I mean, I know you're still busy. You're always going to be busy with Olivia and stuff. Have you? try to i know you try to write a book before i I, are you trying to you know kind of sit down and try to write something um not right now Mm -hmm. um obviously there was that book i wrote like 83 pages of it and it sucked (laughs) it was horrible i hate it i think no i you know what more power to you because that's 83 pages that more than somebody has written they're just talking about true because like okay I know I've said this a thousand times, but one of the greatest advice with this show is the perfect example is, you know, hey, DJ or hey, Mike, how do I start X? You got to just start. You got to start. I can't stress that enough. People are afraid of making mistakes. People want to have everything be right the first try and not make any mistakes. They're so afraid. 
just start start accepting be grateful for the mistakes you know see it as like all right for every mistake is an obstacle to get better and that just shows my improvement and i will always say this like episode one zero through three are trash of my show but i'm gonna keep it because why because once i reach a hundred even now this is episode 12 better than episode one through three they're like it's not even it's not even close but you got to start the guest has a lot to do with that too. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you got to start and and same with your book it'd be so awesome because even when you started that other one i remember you were so proud uh, i was and and i'm not so saying proud yeah and, and 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 you would tell me about this idea you had uh like oh this event that i just wrote it i know you can do it but you got to start make a mistake and and then be like all right you know what let me let me go back and fix that yeah, but, but absolutely you gotta and you got to do it you have to start and you have to do it while you're still passionate about it because if you don't get into it and start making it a habit that's why it's so good what you're doing you know you have passion about this you started it and you're doing it consistently mhm that's what I tried to do with I the book. I tried to come out with an episode at least once a week. Yeah. I tried to do that with the book. I was like, I'm going to write like a two pages. Or I think I was like, I don't know how many pages a day I was trying to write. Maybe five, something like but that. But you had a goal. Yeah, I had a goal each day. And I missed two days in a row and that was it. Mm-hmm. It was done. I had no more passion. Same with working out. Same with yeah. eating right. It, I, I read back what I wrote and I was like, Ugh. Also, it didn't help that my book was a murder mystery. And I had no idea how the killer did it. So that that also I feel like you have to know first. Piece of advice if you're gonna write a murder mystery, um, know how the who the killer is and how they did it before you start. Okay. That that would be, I think, uh <laughs> I feel like uh, and how they get caught. I, I had none of that figured out. So by the time it got to the point where I needed to lead up to it, I was like, uh, uh okay. Oh, who who directed knives out? Was it Ryan Johnson? I think he needed to know that. Because Knives Out was not that great. Knives Out was a good film, but whatever, man. It was all, it was all right. It wasn't trash. It was, uh, but I knew who who did it. I didn't know like how he did it. I didn't know or who did it. That was a good little twist. Like I I knew he did. It. I was like, okay, I know you did it. I don't know how you did it, but I know it's you because you're literally the outlier out of everybody. It was so freaking obvious. Oh well. Congratulations. I just didn't know how he did it. I was just like, I, I, you're going to be the one. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But, um, but no, again, thank you so much. If you ever... That's a good spot to end on my failed book. Thanks, Dominic. That's a great place. You just, of all the things, you're like, ah, here's a good end point. But you know what? You know what? Now there's video document proof. And then one day, maybe you'll read back or watch it back and then say, you know what? Maybe that fire will get lit up again. Yes. But I want you to do it. Why? Because I can't wait for the day you start whatever project. It could be that book or it could be another project. Can we, you? Because I, I, I see this happening. I can predict this. You're going to finish that book. You're going to be in the process of finishing that book. And then you're going to be like, I need to come on to your show and promote it. And I'm going to be like, of course, come on. All right. All right. And then you're going to be so excited to talk about it. And you're not going to want to spoil it because you want people to buy your book, obviously. But you're going to be so excited. And I'm going to be excited hearing you talk about it. So hopefully that lit a little bit of fire. But you got to start, dude. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Even though what I there, do is easy. No fire I has been you. lit. But 
if you become oh, give me very if you become very big, I will ride your coattails. So <laughs> I will I will take you up on that. If you become I know who my day ones are. I know who my day ones are. I really do know my day ones. I was are. your day zero. You can check the. I was your day zero, and then I kind of skipped a few, but then I'm I'm back, baby. Well, like you I did, did great. My... You're doing great with this, pal. Keep it up. I I really appreciate that. You know what? Somebody needs to put you in this chair. Maybe I can be guest host one day, huh? Ask you about your podcast. I actually, I mean, I'm not going to reveal it yet, but I actually do have a plan to doing that. But uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm open to the idea. Let me just put it that way. All I, right, all right, all right. Let me get you in this chair, Chief. All right, all right. We got it. We, <laughs> we got it. Mainly because here. that one's more comfortable, but whatever. Okay, go ahead. I offered you this chair. I don't I, give. I'm sorry. Okay, I was about to cuss. All right, we need to end it here before I, I start cussing. All right, Mike, thank you so much. I will say this, just so I can get this on record. Uh, I'm I give mugs to all my guests uh, for the mothers and fathers. Not everybody. Uh, I do apologize when I get you a mug. I will get you a mug. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I'm human, dude. I'm I human. would not have even known that if you didn't. Say it. <laughs> just, I thought you were gonna. You noticed from all the episodes. You could have just like, waited till it was up. I could have. I don't care. I, I don't, want to get it I, on I record. Don't, I don't watch at the end. I watch all of it, and then when it gets to wind down, I'm like, okay. I know who my day ones are. <laughs> Anyways, all right, uh, Mike, uh, thank you so much. Uh, do you want to say any last words? All right. Thanks for having me. It's been a time. It's been a time. Did you have fun? Great time. Did you fun. have fun? I had a lot of fun. It was nice talking to you. Nice talking to you all at home. Okay? It was great, Dom. You did a great job. Thank you. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for... It's awkward. It's awkward. I, I don't know why you're making this stop. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, well thank you so much. That... You're making this weird. <laughs> all right, we're done. We're, we're done. This is a wrap. All right, thank you guys. Take it easy. Oh.